once I started training with a purpose and understanding it's not about being sore, it's about getting to the goal, taking small steps to get closer to the goal rather than one huge push, that I was able to create habits that are sustainable. So training less, gaining more, which that can mean a plethora of things, gaining more strength, endurance, gaining more towards your goals if it's weight loss, fat loss. That is a principle of the J method. So is train less, gain more. What is up podcast community? My name is Michael Chernow and this is the Creatures of Habit podcast. Habits are everything. And on this show, I will be interviewing some of the most inspiring, motivated and high performing humans on the planet to learn about the daily habits, routines, and rituals that help keep them focused, determined, on top of their game, and ultimately, happy. My journey from the depths of addiction and misery to success as a family man and serial entrepreneur was only made possible by replacing bad habits with great ones, and my mission in life today is to share that story and the story of others with you to bring value and life-changing tools to as many people as possible. So sit back, relax, and pay attention because what you hear in this podcast today can potentially change your life. Let's go. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Creatures of Habit podcast. Today, I have an awesome guest on the show, someone who you are going to want to learn from for sure. Her name is Jennifer Jacobs. She has a number of things to talk about that she's done in her life, Um, but her number one focus right now is job one. It is a, she's a creator of this of this program. It is a 20 minute a day workout, five days a week that will kick your butt and keep you accountable. Um, she's built this program from the ground up. She is killing it with this program. She's also the founder and CEO of her own business, J Method. Um, she is a super trainer. She is a badass and I cannot wait to talk to her about what she does on a daily basis to stay as fierce as she is. So welcome to the show, Jen. I feel very fierce right now. Thank (laughs) you for having me. I'm such a fan of your podcast to begin with. Thank you. So as you know, on the Creatures of Habit podcast, we talk about habits. We, I like to really uncover the habits, rituals, and routines of people that inspire me. And you definitely inspire me. Um, I, uh, you know, after we started to connect, I started to, to dig into your content. And you're such a, like, you are like an insane force of energy. The, just the way it comes through on your social media and now seeing you in person and meeting you in person, it, it, it totally correlates and it's real, right? Like you have an energy that is in your, and I think that's probably why you're so successful in the industry that you're in. Because people look at you, not only are you attractive and you obviously are in shape, but you have this energy that's, that's like infectious and it draws people in and they wanna listen to you and they wanna learn from you. And so that's why you're sitting here on the Creatures of Habit podcast. Good to be here. So tell us about, um, you know what, before we get into this stuff, I just, I'm so eager to hear what your morning routine is. I, Cause I know you've got one and I know it's a good one. <laughs> I'm pretty well known for it. I mean, people have replicated it in reels where they like mimic exactly what I'm doing because I am always with this bouncing around, eye patches on type of way to start the day. And I really believe it changes your whole mood the way you start your day. So the way I start my day is I do travel a lot, so I'm never in the same place more than too long, which one day I hope to be, but I will automatically open the windows to see some form of light. 
no matter how the light's coming through. First thing you do. First thing I do. I open the shades. So my place in Miami, I'm opening the blackout shades, getting in that light. Then I go to the bathroom. I don't wash my face. I splash my face with cold water, not once, but three times. Oh my God, I just have to stop you there. I have to stop you there. That's so fucked up, because I do the exact same thing, not once, but three times. And I wash my face l after I train, but I don't wash my face for three splashes in the morning. What do you think that is? It's just the power of three. I actually worked for a former CEO, and he did three splashes and then three sips of water from the faucet. But depending where I'm at in the world, that's not the smartest thing to do. Oh so I've never heard anybody say three splashes. That's three splashes so on the face, and that. then automatically I place these eye patches underneath my eyes. Now, do they work? They just make me feel fierce <laughs> because... You know, we all look a little different in the morning. So put these eye patches on. They're like my armor. I go into a kitchen or even in a little space in the hotel, wherever I'm staying, and I make what I've coined the hydration cocktail, which is simple. Eight ounces of warm water, a quarter of a lemon juice, and pinch of pink Himalayan sea salt. I mean, I even travel with my own salt. And while I'm drinking that or trying to get it down, it helps me consume that amount of water. Whether it's eight ounces or 16, it doesn't need to be precise. It's just whatever access I have to the cup. I get that down, and while I'm doing that, I'm making matcha. So I started drinking matcha in 2017, completely changed my energy and my endurance overall throughout the day. So while I'm drinking that, I have also have it so that my alarm is a song. Hmm. And it's a song that makes me wanna move. So I have dubbed it the Wake Up Bounce, and so to see thousands of people at events doing the wake up bounce, like I had 15,000 people at an event last year, had my daughter on stage with me, all doing the wake up bounce, which is really, it's like a chaotic dance move. It's lightly bouncing through the balls of your feet like you would if you were shadow boxing or jump roping and your arms are above your head and you're just moving to the music. And so, you, so when do you do that? Like in between the hydration cocktail and the matcha. Like just let, let's wake up, let's change the mood, let's get the lymphatic system moving in the right way. Mm. Now with the matcha, depending on how quickly I drank that or not, I'll find some sort of lit area and I'll go through three mobility moves. Very simple, segmented cat-cow, I'll go into some elephant marches, which is just going into downward dog, walking it back and forth mm. all the way to my hands. And then I'll go into all fours for a couple of hip mobility drills. That takes me a total of I'd say two to three minutes, those moves. Now, if I miss any part of that routine, I'm totally off for the rest of the day. Like if I don't have my eye patches, I'm like, oh, no, this is not gonna be a great day. Or if I don't move my body, those three movements, or something similar too, it doesn't feel right. And I will retract that, which is a little bit of French right there, but I will pick that up. If I missed it, I'll do it at noon for instance, and then I'll feel just a whole lot better after those three simple moves. You know, so I love the fact that you have a morning routine that is structured, that is that is it basically habit stacking. Mm -hmm. I, I, have a, I have a very extensive morning routine as well. We have heard, <laughs> <laughs> which is great for you. Yeah, so so here's the, here's the thing, right? I think, and, and you know, the morning routine is 
everybody can have their own morning routine, right? The beauty of the podcast that, that we have here is that like we get to just share other people's routines. And some people, like you, like we said before we started rolling, are like, yeah, I don't even have one. I wake up whenever the hell I want and that's just the way I, and, and awesome for you, that's your morning routine, right. right? Like when you say morning routine, it doesn't have to be like the 17 things that I do or the 10 things that you do. It's like, no, 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 what, what makes you feel good? Here's the deal though. I, so June, Third, okay. I was on my C2 Concept 2 bike. I had taken a little time off from, I was at CrossFit. I tweaked out my trap. I said, you know, I'm gonna take a few days off. I'm on the Concept 2 bike. That night, I started to feel like some sciatica. And I was like, oh shit. I woke up the next morning, boom. Sciatica from my glutes to my ankle, still here, still here. Cortisone shots, like the whole thing, it's bad news. That said, I, because of the sciatica and because of how important movement is to my mental health, like I said, you know what? I am gonna give my body the rest that it wants. I am not gonna get up at five. I am gonna sleep till whenever. I'm gonna sleep till six or 6.30, which for me is late. It just is. I'm sorry. It's, it's like that is late. Like I, and I'm not saying that that's, and I'm not like touting myself. I'm saying that that's just late for me. But it's giving my body the the rest and recovery. However, I will say that I don't do. I didn't do even half of the things that I do in the morning. I don't still right now don't feel as awesome as I do when I do those things. So like people, you know, like you see on social today, and even in podcasts, we're like, oh, the morning routine. God, the morning, oh yeah, let's, let me guess, this person's got like 14 things that they do. And they're breaking balls about it. And it's just kind of like, hey, you know what? You don't have to do it. You don't. Mm -hmm. But you just said, no one has ever come on this podcast and said that their eye patches, if they don't put on their eye patches, they're just not the same human. You know? Like that's just, a I'm new off. one. I'm thrown off. <laughs> that's new. And, that's, and by the way, like... I have this stuff that I put under my eyes that it just makes me fucking feel good. That is all good for the individual, right? Whatever puts you in the best mind frame and feel good vibe to set your day up for success. You know, there are a lot of people who will see my morning routine online. It'll be in a quick reel. It'll be eye patches, me bouncing, making the hydration cocktail into the matcha, which is a whole ceremony on its own, which mm -hmm. actually makes me feel like I accomplished something more than making my bed is making a matcha to get that perfect foam head on it. And I've perfected it, right? <laughs> I call myself the queen of matcha. Some people say, oh, I love your routine, but I don't drink matcha. I said, and that's okay. Do coffee. Do what works best for you. I'm just showing you how I start my day, hopefully giving you a little something to smile at because I'm usually playing a kick-ass song. Um, <laughs> like, wake me up before you go-go. That's a go-to for me. Mm. But... It's just to inspire others, not to say this is the best way to do things. This is how you should start your day. But also I'm sharing something that doesn't take a lot of time because I don't want anyone to think that that's the barrier to create a routine, especially a morning routine. So what before this stuff, do you think is structure always been a part of your DNA? I believe so. Ever since I came to New York, you know, so before New York, I lived in the south of France, lived a beautiful life, you know, as a stay-at-home mother who on the side had an online training business before online training was a thing. So back in 2006, I used the platform Skype to train clients that first started when I went to college. So I want to date myself, but 
earlier than that. And from there, they had the idea, why don't you train us from France? Because now you live in France. And from that word of mouth, developed a clientele. And one of those clients said, you know what you're doing? It's really cool. But there's this other company doing something that they reach hundreds of people at one time. And I thought, wow, well, wouldn't that be something to reach a greater audience in the mm -hmm. same hour? So that's what brought me to New York City. And is that and that and that company was Peloton. That company was Peloton, and of course I had to have a routine. I had set schedule of classes, especially Friday was six and eight a.m. classes. So I had to have a routine that kept me sustainable throughout those time frames. And mm. there were a lot more commitments to that that meets the eye, and you had to have a solid routine. And at first I didn't, but it was around 2017 that I discovered matcha. I discovered matcha in all places, Montreal, Canada. I was there uh, hosting a fitness event and I was introduced to it. And then from there, I decided to become a connoisseur, had to have the best of the best. <laughs> and a friend of mine was like, I'm going to Japan. I'm interested in creating a matcha company. And I said, I would love to be the guinea pig. Like I will sample your matcha because what I can't find is one matcha that tastes good and it's just the highest grade, but it's not too high that it's unaffordable, right? Because there is that too, right? Oh, like there's trust insanely Trust me, I was spending expensive. $120 for a can of like 30 servings. I was at that level. <laughs> and I said, this can't be the way. Mm. So she sourced it, found it, called it Ko Matcha, and I've been drinking it ever since. So that was probably in 2018. But that simple thing, then the eye patches, then the hydration cocktail, like it all came together. And I started doing that probably 2018. And sharing it and it became that's JJ's morning routine especially with the community of Peloton I love the uh, I love that that there's a lot of things that you do that I also do in the morning as well like I, the, 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 the 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 water I've actually replaced because I was water uh, lemon and and um, pink salt okay and I just started using element and I just started pouring that uh, electrolyte powder into it and, and I, I just kind of love the, the flavor of it um, but I do. Th I do think that there's probably some 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 distinction in the lemon, fresh lemon juice and and salt. Um, but I also love like getting a stretch in in the morning. Even it takes two to three minutes. Yes. You know, like for me, you know, it is down dog, up dog, cat cows, and I do that for you know three to five minutes, something like that. And it's just getting the body going. Like I love it. I feel like it's such a great way to start the day. Maybe you, know? you got to try the wake up bounce. Just add that in. You just I choose a song, a, favorite song. I could just put it and put on my headphones. Yeah, pick one song, bounce throughout it, three to five minutes, however long you can endure, and just have fun while you're doing it. I think dancing. You know, there's a it's lot. It's not. Hold on. By the way, it's not dancing. It's bouncing. Wake up bounce. You can Google it. It's like been. So it's, a, so it's it's a bounce. So you're literally just just bouncing. bouncing through the balls of your feet. I call it chaotic dancing because there's no dance. You don't need to be any <laughs> dance experience necessary for this. It is just a way to help your lymphatic system move in the right direction. It also helps improve your mood immediately. If you're listening to one of your favorite songs or a song that makes you want to move, you're going to feel. I am a big believer in music. It has the power to change your mood. Mm. You're not feeling so great. Put on the right song. It. Nine out of ten times will improve the way you are feeling about yourself or about the things going on around you. You know, uh, the, a funny story about that. So I was in the restaurant business forever before I. Before I used to go to the meatball shop right when I got to New York. It was like meatball shop, <laughs> yes. So before meatball shop, I worked at this amazing Italian restaurant, and mm -hmm. this is kind of where I cut my teeth in the world of restaurants. And I worked there for eight years in the East Village, and 
the bartender that trained me, he taught me so much about just like humans in general. And he was such a he was such a drunk, but he was he's just this British guy and super charming and just I learned a lot from him. I was 20 and he was like 35. And I remember one day we were bar- we were both bartending together. I was on service, he was on the on the main bar. And this old group, two couples came in. And this restaurant that we worked at, it's a delicious Italian restaurant called Frank, but it was tiny, and we would play like heavy metal and hip hop in there, blasting in like the you know early two thousands. I mean, it was just like it was a spot. And he said, you know, he's like, I got to show you something. And so I was like, what? And he was like, just keep your eyes on the faces of those people. Of the, the they were probably in their seventies or eighties or something. He was like, just keep your eyes on the faces. He had the music. He had like whatever it was like hip hop or, or something like that playing, and he put on Frank Sinatra. Boom, like just like that. And they lit up, mm-hmm. they lit up like firecrackers because they walked into this energy that, they were, that was unfamiliar to them. They weren't really excited about it. And just by the sound of, those, of a familiar song, their whole entire attitude changed. Everything changed. And Dominic and I were just kind of like, let's make it a night for them. <laughs> Until they go, we're going to make sure that they have a great time in here. And it was all Music based. Music based. That was the same experience I had at Peloton. First, a third ride that I taught. So first ride, you launch into this new community. Quickly understood who the community was, and that's almost, I mean, 2016. I mean, that's not 10 years, but Mm -hmm. it was a 40 to 50-year-old demographic who owned the bike at that point. And I was like, okay, they're going to like 80s music. So Friday at 8, it's 80s. As much as people said, don't do that every week. I said, no, no, I'm going to do it every week and watch it become the number one ride on a weekly basis, 45 minute 80s ride. So building the brand because I understood the people who were on the other end, what they would have wanted to hear. So interesting. I, you know, I, I, I know a bunch of Peloton um, trainers and one guy in particular who I, who I used to train with years ago and watching him turn into this different human being as, as, as a Peloton trainer now for a long time and how he really has built this brand that, that really does lend itself to the 40 to 50 year old, most likely female, you know, like the, the, this, the way he communicates and the way the music that he plays is like, the brand of Peloton, really, and yeah. and and also and also some of these some of the other online um, uh, coaching and training companies, they've built these brands with human beings. Yes, it's it's wild. But you also have to stay authentic to yourself, right? So you have to do things you thoroughly enjoy because people will see right through that mm-hmm. if you're unauthentic about it. So I absolutely do love 80s music. I was raised <laughs> right. Like my father was a dairyman. My mother was this like city slicker. Um, she rode horses too, but she loved 80s. Like I was hearing Michael Jackson, Gap Band. I mean, you name it. And then I was listening to country from the Judds to Travis Tritt. So my music like collection in my mind of what I grew up on is so, so 360 in terms of everything from jazz to country to hip hop. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Northern California, a small town, uh, again, on a dairy farm. So, yeah. That's like cool. Like climbing hay, bale, hay bales for fun. 
What about a few habits that you do on a daily basis that don't necessarily have to do with your morning routine or a wind down routine, but things that you do to kind of keep you focused and organized? So there was a point where as fierce as a instructor that I was, I was noticing that I was very weak in areas, specifically in my body, my strength. I was weak in places that my job wasn't helping me with. So once I left Peloton, I started to focus more on myself and even for anyone who has a job, right? It's all comes down to time, right? Do I have time to focus on myself? Maybe I have 45 minutes to an hour here, but like, can I be consistent with it? And does it become purposeful, right? So rather than like in New York City, you can go anywhere for a workout. But at the end of the day, it's a workout. You could stay in your home and do 45 minutes of jumping jacks and have the same effect, depending on if you are training with a purpose or not. So once I started training with a purpose and understanding it's not about being sore, it's about getting to the goal, taking small steps to get closer to the goal rather than one huge push, that I was able to create habits that are sustainable. So training less, gaining more, which that can mean a plethora of things, gaining more strength, endurance, gaining more towards your goals if it's weight loss, fat loss, that is a principle of the J method. So is train less, gain more. So finding ways to do that, it all comes down to training with purpose. So having the habit to focus on myself, whether it just be 20 minutes a day and it not going, like people think less, oh, I gotta go all out. It's gotta be high intensity interval training. It's gotta be the hardest thing you've ever done. No, it just has to be consistent, right? So if you have a proper, routine throughout the week where you're doing enough strength, cardio to supplement it, mobility, a simple walk, then you are going to probably be at your very best because you've optimized the way a human is supposed to move. <laughs> I say it often, train your glutes as much as you sit on them. So I focus on the glutes. Those are habits physically that I've instilled. One habit that I've recently broken, which was I felt very negative habit was um, not only reaching for my phone, but going on my phone first thing in the morning. So the first thing I'm doing is going on social media, which can either make you feel real good or real sad real quick, but it also takes you away from all the other tasks in the day. And it in fact took so much of my time, I wouldn't get to my morning routine. I didn't have time for it. So being purposeful in not touching it, finding ways because you can't just say, oh yeah, I'm just gonna get rid of that bad habit of mine. You have to replace it with something good. So that's where the song came, right? So the song, the music. So it'll be, for instance, I have three songs that I kind of just go through and I have a bajillion alarm set, okay? Cause <laughs> I need those. And I'll just, oh, I'll re-edit that one. Okay, I need 6.45, oh, today I need eight, you know, whatever. I just make sure I get seven to eight hours of sleep. That song will be Faith by George Michael, it'll be Kyrie, or it'll be Lovely Day. And they all start out real cute and then they get a little <laughs> fiery. And that helps me, that habit of having music mm -hmm. around me has done so much for my well-being, but more importantly, my confidence. Because it might appear like I've been the most confident person you've ever seen, but there was a time in my life that I had absolutely zero confidence in myself. And that was back when I was living in France. So before I came to New York, mm -hmm. no confidence. I said, oh, I have this aspiration to do something. You have someone around you who says, yeah, right. That's never gonna happen. You start to believe those things. Mm. But it took just one person to believe in me where 
I finally started to believe in myself. And so that is part of my why is maybe I can be that to someone else on the other side of the screen. I, I think it's interesting that you talk about not having confidence or having a lack of, of confidence. And Just then, overwhelming self-doubt. Sure. Yeah. And then breaking through and not being like, you know, ultimately like I've got it all, but walking with confidence. What do you think it was? Or was it a, was it a buildup over time? I think most importantly, it's support, even if it's just from one person or one thing. And it could be if you don't have anyone, it maybe it's just faith in something else above you that makes you feel like you're supported in some way. Mm. But then I would also come back to the routines because those make you feel capable. Like you've already accomplished this in such a short time. What else can you get done in the day? And I try to use each day, like I'm trying to pursue better on a daily basis. Not that I'm not satisfied. I don't want to come off to be like, I'm just never satisfied. I always want more, but I do want to strive to be better. I'm never, I never want to be in a place where I'm complacent. And I say, you know what? I'm so confident, I'm so good. No, I'm always learning because once you get to that place, for me, you either grow or you die. Mm. So growth always. I, uh, gosh, I have so much identification with that. You know, when it comes to, like, I believe that that is why I also have structure and routines in my life every day. Right, and there, like this morning, I'm not. I I wasn't staying at home. I didn't have my red light panel and my sauna and my cold plunge and my inversion table and like all the, the tricks and tips <laughs> and toys. You know, I didn't have all that shit. I had my hotel room, and I had my relationship with God, and I had my my down dog, up dog, cat cow. I had my push ups, and uh, you know, and I went down to do some movement in the gym. I think what's so great that you you know you've created this job one system, which is 20 minutes a day, five days a week. Like a job. And that is, and, and I think the, the, for me, the greatest part about that is you put an emphasis on priority being one. Number one. One. And Above all else, you know, as a mother specifically, I think a lot of times you're set up to put yourself last. And you have to take care of so many other things. Or even if you're a caretaker, caretaking to someone else, whether it be a dog, a family member, you are putting yourself last on the list when really you should be first because you are a better service to others when you are at your best. <laughs> it's, it's the same thing they say on the airplane. We hear it you know, every time you travel. But that is the truth. So if you can make your health and fitness your number one priority, I'm going to guarantee that you will be more happy, but also more successful in your endeavors. Everything. Are you going to get it overnight? No, you have to work for things. That's what I believe. Anything that's handed to me, I do not want it. I don't trust it. It won't last. I want to work for what I earn. So going back to what has helped me feel more confident, not just the routines, but it's also when you're able to do something and do it over and over to gain the experience. Because anytime you do something for the first time, you're not confident. You might be acting confident, but you're not. It's learning, redoing, trying again. You know, some people are like, I don't believe in trying. No, I'm like, you're doing your best if you try your best. All I need you to do is try. 
So if it's get on a bike and pedal in a circle, if it's press play on this and just try with your body weight, just try. I think that's really helped with my confidence. And then, you know, my goal is then now to help other people. And specifically, right, I just launched a collection called Her with heroin sport. Yeah, it's really badass. Mm, looks cool. It stands for, you know, her stands for heroic, empowered, and radiant, which is something I feel about myself every single day. Maybe not. But I want all women to put <laughs> this on and feel that way about themselves because sometimes it comes down to the clothes you wear. It can make you feel a whole totally. different way about yourself. So if I can help influence, for instance, in fashion with women, that, then I'm doing my job because that's the goal is to make people feel better about <laughs> themselves. There is no doubt, there's just no doubt that if, if one is lost, if right. one is struggling, if one is in pain, if one is dealing with depression, if one is um, feeling rejection, um, if you can, and this is my experience, and I know it's your experience, if you can find the, the strength and the courage to make yourself the priority with fitness and nutrition, maybe some spirituality, it will ripple effect in every area of your life. And, I, and you know, people have asked me over the years, um, you know, oh, how, you know what, are the, what, are the, what are the keys to your success? And I always respond with, what time did you go to bed last night? <laughs> oh. That's the truth. Well, don't ask me that. <laughs> Don't ask me that either. I was out late last night. But like, but that is the that is the, that is the, the question I respond. And if the answer is one o'clock in the morning, I'm like, all right, well, how often are you going to bed at one o'clock in the morning? Every night. I'm like, well, I would say don't worry about all anything else. Start going to bed at 10. Because if you go to bed at 10, it's gonna give you an opportunity to wake up a little bit earlier. And the beauty about waking up early for me is not just to say, oh, I'm the 5 a.m. guy. It's to say, hey, I just fucking figured out a way to earn time in my life. Like, you cannot buy it. Mm -mm. You can't spend any amount of money on it. You just can't. It's the one thing that you can't buy. You can buy almost anything else with cash. But time, can't buy. So if you can earn it by sacrificing an hour or two in the morning, Man, you just like if you woke up if you woke up consistently at seven and you started waking up at six, you just earned three hundred and sixty-five days a year, uh, three hundred and sixty-five hours a year, which is fifteen straight days to your life. I mean, that sounds amazing, but I'm not going to wake up an hour earlier because, for one, my life is not the same every single day. I do travel a lot; the demands of work and family. So I'm always in a different time. Like just two days ago, I was in San Francisco, so on the other coast. So I just know how important sleep is, though. Like I wish around the water cooler, instead of they asking, how are you, which everyone says, fine, or they never share an emotion, right? Mm -hmm. No one shares that. You should start asking people, how did you sleep last night? <laughs> or how's your sleep in general? Because that's more telling of someone's mood is totally. how did you sleep? So oh, true. I didn't sleep at all. I got like four. It's like, oh, well, we already know what mood you're going to be in today or how productive you will be. Right. Yeah. Sleep is so sleep is so it, it, it is. I just I share the, the early morning stuff for me because it's super motivating. Well, it's not even that it's motivating. It's, it's no, for, it is well, because you're providing structure for others to. OK, well, if I do wake up early, you know, a lot of people don't want to wake up and journal. 
I do not want to wake up and meditate and journal. As much as that sounds great for the person telling me that's their routine or part of it, I'm just like, you know what? That's not, I, I'd love to make a list of the things I need to get done that day or that I'd like to prioritize, mm -hmm. but I don't want to meditate. I do not want it. I want to move. Like I want to wake up bounce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I think that's, I think that's, that's the beauty of, of, you know, like you, you so, so let's just say Andrew Huberman, right? Like we hear mm -hmm. a podcast um, that literally walks through like all the things that are great for your body to do on a daily basis, right? And there's a lot of them, right? There's meditation, there's journal, there's, there's movement, there's sauna, there's cold exposure, there's journaling, there's reading. Workout first thing in the morning. Workout first thing in the morning. I mean, there's all these things that we can do, right? Yeah. The thing that I have kind of come, the conclusion that I've come to is that this time component to happiness uh, ratio is way out of, out of, out of whack, right? So like you said, time mm -hmm. with job one, right? Yes. It's a 20 minute thing. If you cannot fucking commit 20 minutes, something else is wrong in your life, right? Yeah, you get, give me the excuse, because I'll solve it for right, you. Right, right, like there's, it's impossible. You just spent 20 minutes on your phone. Right, exactly, sitting on, like, Scrolling, totally. yeah. So, the solution to that, in my experience, is, and, and specifically with parents, mm -hmm. right? Like most parents are like, no time, can't, right. can't do it. I, st I gotta be at work at nine, I got the kids in the morning, and you know, and so what I have just figured out for me is I get an hour to an hour and a half alone, uninterrupted. I've got kids, I'm married, I got businesses. I get that time and I can fucking do what I want. Are I you could, working out in that time too? No. Oh, okay. No, I'm That's not. A I used thing. to. I used to. Okay. I used to work out in the morning first thing and I found you know, and, and I used to be ashamed of saying this, but I'm not anymore. I'm the fucking CEO of my own company. Yeah. I'm the boss. I make the schedule. And I used to feel bad about working out in the middle of the day. I used to, like, if I, if, I, if I wasn't sitting at the desk or if I wasn't in the restaurants and I'd be in the gym, I'd be like, man, I should really be. And then I'm like, and I had a realization in when we moved out of the city. And I said, you know, why am I feeling bad about this? I have worked since I'm 10 years old. I've worked almost 30 years in restaurants, opening, closing, 14 hours, 20 hours, 18 months straight. Like, I've done all this shit, and I still beat myself up for wanting to work out at 10 o'clock in the morning. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy talk. So I don't do it anymore first thing in the morning. Um, I, But I do, I am very selfish first thing in the morning. I, I am only focused on myself. It is my number one priority. And I love that you said that. But because you're not taking away from anyone I'm else. I'm not taking away from anyone else because I wake up with... I wake up in the morning yeah. and that's that is this that that has been the it's I really like if I didn't have if I wasn't married and I didn't have kids mm -hmm. chances are I probably start this at seven o'clock in the morning and sleep from you know 10 or 11 to 7 um, but the fact is, is that I have kids and I am married and I love being in the breakfast like having breakfast with my wife and kids in the morning it's like my favorite thing to do especially Especially at like 6.30 when they're just getting up and I had just done 17 unbelievably accomplishing things. Like walk out of that room, walk into my kitchen, and I am like impenetrable. Like but if I did nothing else. you're in the best else, mind frame as well. That's what I'm saying. Because you made yourself the priority. That's it. Now, as motivating as that is and inspiring, 
not everyone can achieve that, nor do they have the desire to totally wake up and gain more time. So I'm trying to create ways, job one being one of them, hope to create more, that I am going to eliminate that time barrier for you because that is the number one excuse why people are not consistent, why people aren't even trying. So when it comes to like helping people with even self-doubt, I try to not only create a fitness program that is effective and efficient in delivering results, but I also try to add a mindset component to it. So you feel the connection to my words, and those are the words that maybe if you don't have a spouse, you don't have a partner, you are alone, I can be that person for you on that other side of the screen. Mm. Powerful, that's strong. Yeah, that's strong. That's the goal. The twenty-minute workout. Yes. I think. I think this is also really important to touch upon because, and then we're going to get into your wind-down routine because okay. I'm sure you have one of those, or maybe you don't. But I do. Okay, awesome. I come from hardcore training, four years, always going as hard as I possibly can. I'm now forty-two. Right. Going to be forty-three soon. I don't believe that my body is <laughs> is not what it used to be. But I'm here to tell you, sitting in this chair right now, <laughs> it fucking is. Like, it is not what it used to be. And well, you're pushing it to its limits at, at points. It I'm pushing like. it. And so it's so refreshing to me to hear from, like, a true fitness professional mm -hmm. who's been doing this for a long time that you've developed a 20-minute program that you believe will garner great results. Mm -hmm. And I need to start thinking more like that. Well, it has the optimal combination of strength and cardio. So three days are dedicated to strength. Each different day has a different um, approach. So start strong is how we start the week. We finish stronger at the end of the week. One's focused on lifting heavier with more control. The second day is build and burn, more muscle time under tension. And then the last day is more endurance based with a little bit of intensity. In between those two days, you have one hit session, which I call hit it. It's 20 minutes in and out. It's three simple moves, but boy, how I program them. They're the most effective 20 minutes you will ever stumble upon. <laughs> and then a sweat session, which is more focused on improving the endurance, again, without any equipment for the cardio sessions. But then the program also comes with optional bike rides to sub in and out, since I'm pretty well known for cycling. Mm -hmm. That, you know, that was a program, again, with the constraint of time. How can I solve for it? And it still be something that gets people results. How can they still improve their strength, endurance? How can they build lean muscle? If they wanna lose weight, lose weight. Obviously that comes down to nutrition. But I've had experience in um, body comp. You know, I used to be a figure competitor back in the day. So I knew what that took, uh, the dedication, not only to training, but also, I mean, I was doing double sessions. Uh, had two coaches, one for my lower body, one for my upper body. And the obvious dedication to nutrition. I learned a lot through that. I learned a lot through cycling at Peloton. I mean, I have worked with, you name it, the type of client from celebrity to somebody, you know, your next door neighbor, all age ranges. And the most important thing that I have learned is how to help people move without pain. How to push them, but not push them too far that they do injure themselves. So keeping mm -hmm. people safe so they can be consistent. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm unfortunately definitely caught in a spot right now where I am not able to do what I love to do. And yes, it's easy to get the work done first thing in the morning, especially if you have a nine to five job and you come home and you're too tired to do it. But me personally, I do not work out in the morning. I do not thrive. Do I shoot and create these 
products and you know I have job one I have the job one sequel I have a program called bike one as well those are all shot in the morning I dreaded that I was like oh the morning I thrive about 11 hours after I wake up like I am like the like all the ideas are flowing let's create content let's work out it's also helped me to wind down a little bit easier is when I have the workout later in the day late afternoon early evening I am I know there's nothing else for me to do. I am absolutely going to push myself, whether it be 20 minutes or sometimes 10, like just depending on what the goal is that day and what I'm training towards. That helps me sleep better. Hmm. So so that, that training in the evening. Training in the evening. I also have incorporated an evening stroll ever since I moved to Miami, Florida, which I've spent zero time there. But when I am there and anywhere, I try to, in the evening, at least 20 minutes. And sometimes those 20 turn into an hour, and I'm just strolling around, doing a little walk. Hmm. That's part of the wind down. Uh, when we get a little closer, I try to get some sort of heat. So I call it bath time, but like sometimes I'm in a jacuzzi. Jacuzzi, bath, you name it, I need some hot water. So if the hotel doesn't have one, a bath, I'm going in the hot shower. That also helps. And then a hot drink. So I love a drink that has some magnesium. I've been drinking one that has, it's called magnesium L3 and 8. I put it in the hot water. Tastes great. But I hear you have something I might be interested in. Got to get you some of that nightcap. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I love chocolate. So... Those three things, I believe, some sort of movement, and whether it's, again, an evening stroll, if I don't feel safe wherever I'm at to do that, if there's a bike, 20-minute bike ride before I go to bed. I mean, there's been studies. I mean, there's always studies on everything, but there are studies that it has shown to improve your sleep 20 minutes of cycling before bed. 20 minutes of cycling. Yeah, I can't cite the reference right off the bat, but I have read that article. Hmm. I um, Walking in the evening is... Something that I don't do enough of, but when I do it, I love it. I love it. Well, I just partnered with this company called Amorpho, so they're the weighted vest company. Mm-hmm. So, Such a cool brand. Oh, Such best. a cool brand. The whole team's from Nike, by the way. And I will put on a hoodie, so I kind of want to get a little sweat on, especially if it's 80-something in Miami. I'll put the vest on on top, so it's like my don't mess with me vest. <laughs> like someone's probably thinking, oh, I'm not messing with that girl. She's got that vest on. And I just walk. And... I get back, I'm sweaty because obviously it's trapped in all the heat from the sweater and the the vest. I feel more efficient because, wow, I just added all that weight, burning 8% more calories, Mm -hmm. Uh, all about trying to hack that. And um, I feel great. So you recently moved to Miami. Recently, yep. From New York? A year ago, yes. Do you love it down there? I do. You know, New York's changed a lot since the, you know, 2015. So, um, it was time. It was time to make the change. I'm fortunate enough to work from anywhere, and I'm also very fortunate to travel as often as I do. So Miami was the place. It's just where I dump my bags. Yeah. <laughs> I love going down to Miami. I feel like Miami has this, like, there's an energy down there, and so many people from so many. I grew up in Manhattan. I grew up in New York City. So, like, pretty much everybody I know now lives in, my, in oh, yeah. Florida. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just kind of like everything is kind of just moved down that way and it makes sense because who really wants to live in cold weather anymore like who really wants to but i would say every opportunity i do have to come to new york i'm like wow this city just makes you want to hustle there's no like last night i went out and this is i live in upstate new york in the middle of the woods 
you know. Last night I went out with two high school friends. Okay. Um, and we went down to this neighborhood called Dime Square down on like Ludlow and Canal. Okay. Just like a new, vibrant, totally. I would never walk over there, but yeah. It is, I was, I couldn't believe it. Like literally, you know. It's the hot spot now. It is just like literally, it, was, it felt like Europe. It felt like walking through like these open plazas in Europe. I'm talking about hundreds of tables out on the, on the street. Sidewalks, uh, streets closed. Wow. Ludlow and Canal. Okay. We went to, there's a, there was a, a restaurant called Kiki's that we went to, but there were just all these open restaurants, people flooding out into the street. It literally felt like a plaza in like... Rome. In, in, yeah, in Rome, literally. I w- and, and it was a perfect night. It was amazing. Um, the energy from that, it, you know, I'm, I'm fueled up for the next month. Like New you know. York is a special place, right? The energy, but also the food. There's never been better food in one city mm-hmm. than New York City. So maybe one day I'll be back. But for now, Miami. You know Miami for now. I like Miami. I like I like it there. I, my my mother and my sister both moved to Delray, so I'll be down there a bunch. It's good. It's good. Jennifer, this was an awesome conversation. This was. I really appreciate you coming and taking the time and hanging out with me and sharing about Job One because I, I I really think I think that that just the, the 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 philosophy of Job One, this idea that like you are the number one priority. And if you can commit to one thing, mm-hmm. it's got to be yourself. It has to. And, and then you've made it easy. It just turns into so much more. You rock. Where you can rock everybody too. find you? You can find me on all social channels, J Method. You can also find me on my website, thejmethod.com. And I would say you can find me through Job One, which is on exclusively on Body. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another awesome, awesome episode of the Creatures of Habit podcast with Jennifer Jacobs. This is just I, like I, I, every time I do one of these episodes, especially with someone who's so deeply passionate about movement, movement is medicine. It just is. I, I don't know. Movement saved my life. If you guys have been watching this podcast or listening to this podcast or following my content over the years, Aside from the entrepreneurial stuff, you know that movement saved my life. It saved my life. It is what I I owe my happiness and success to today is is this this commitment to movement. And um, when I hear Jennifer's created a, a system that makes it easy for you, or not easy for you, but makes the commitment, the time commitment to movement far more palatable where there are really no excuses, it's something that I think you should listen to. And there you have it, folks. I hope we delivered some valuable content for you to implement into your life on a daily basis. Please remember that our habits have the power to make us or break us. Replacing bad habits with great ones is the answer to living a life of happiness, optimism, and high performance. We are capable of achieving anything. We all have what it takes to give it all we've got. Commit to one great habit each day and truly commit and watch how everything in your life starts evolving from good to great. If you enjoyed this podcast, please follow us wherever you listen to your podcast. Give us a five-star rating and a nice review that will help us grow this podcast, bring on more amazing guests, and continue to deliver invaluable content on a weekly basis. Lastly, please share this podcast with any friends or family that you think might appreciate it. And always remember, want plus do equals have.
Until the next one, fam. Peace.